Hi there, friend. Welcome to Creative Rising, a show about what it's really like to run a photography business. I'm Erin Youngren, and this is really exciting because we have come to episode nine in season one, which is the final episode of the season. And guys, it has been an incredible season. We've had amazing guests on the show. We've produced some really valuable trainings. But honestly, what I am most proud of and what you guys really seem to be loving like crazy is our two fully narrative episodes that we were able to release. These two episodes were so much fun. And if you haven't listened to them, the first episode was 103 called The Creative's Battle which was the story about why it took me two years to launch this podcast. And it's a story about life, miscarriages, my infertility journey, doubt, fear. But most of all, it's a story about self-sabotage. And it was a really raw, real, vulnerable episode for me to put out there. So go check it out if you have not listened to it yet. 103, The Creative's Battle. And the second narrative episode is the one that was right before this one, episode 108, titled, What It's Really Like to Take a Big Risk. It's a behind-the-scenes story that we recorded over the past six months, and it's about how Jeff and I took a huge risk. We signed a lease on this big old warehouse, and we moved our businesses into the new space, and we recorded the whole thing. And so this episode is not just this tiny little peek behind the business curtain. It is literally the full view of what it's really like to take a scary risk. So if you haven't listened to those yet, definitely check them out right after you listen to this one. And if you are a dedicated Creative Rising listener, one, I love you. You're the reason I've been getting up in the morning with so much excitement in my step lately. Because this podcast has been so much work, but it's also been so much fun to put out there. And two, if you've been loving these episodes and you've been getting so much out of hearing our stories, then please leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe because I do not want you to miss the first episodes of season two. After this, we're going to take a short break to get ahead on production with season two, and we will start releasing new episodes again in just a number of weeks. So subscribe and tell your creative friends about the podcast and tell them to subscribe so that they can catch up on season one before season two hits your podcast player. All right, enough about us. Let's jump into today's episode. In today's training, I'm answering a really common question. When should you leave your day job to pursue your photography business full-time? Now, this isn't an uncommon question, and this isn't an uncommon story, right? You're working a full-time job, but you're the kind of person that has this creative side that needs an outlet, and you discover photography and you start shooting weddings and portraits on the side and you completely fall in love with it. Then you start getting paid for your photography and your business grows. So you spend more and more time working on this, you know, quote, side business until one day you find that you're working just as many hours and maybe you start making just as much money in your photography business as you are in your full-time job. 
But the problem is that that isn't sustainable. You're exhausted. You're working your nine to five during the day, but then you're going home and you're editing at night, and then you're also shooting on weekends. So when does life actually happen? I mean, especially if you have a spouse and a family, this kind of arrangement can be incredibly overwhelming. So what do you do? Do you continue to work two full-time jobs? Or do you scale one back to part-time? Or do you just leave the first job and run your own business full-time? If this is where you're at, you are not alone. It's a natural crossroads that happens for people that are driven and creative and passionate. And for people like you and me, The allure of running your own business is definitely a strong one. I mean, in today's economy, it is not uncommon for us to look around and see all kinds of different people making a living in all kinds of brand new ways. And they're usually working from home, right? Running their own businesses. And it's tempting because there's no boss telling you what to do when you run your own business. There's no time cards or vacation hours that you have to keep track of. And usually there's no commute to an office, right? Instead, you picture yourself commuting to the couch in your PJs or to a coffee shop with your laptop. Well, just to name it out loud, running your own business is a lot more complicated than that. And I'll speak to my own experience. While running my own business has been everything amazing that everyone says it is, I mean, the freedom, the flexibility, being my own boss, it is awesome. I mean, this business has helped us travel the world and do things and see things and meet people that we can never have imagined doing or seeing or meeting while staying in corporate America. But at the same time, it is very much not everything that it's cracked up to be. The absolute best resource that I've read about leaving your day job to pursue your dream job is John Acuff's book, Quitter. So after you listen to this episode, definitely go read that book. It is a must read before you quit a job to pursue running a business full-time. And I'll include a link for that book in the show notes. But I love how John describes this whole thing. When you stop working for someone else and you start working for yourself, you're making a big trade-off. You are trading one physical boss for a million other little bosses. Instead of answering to a corporate structure, now you're answering to the electric bill or the mortgage, your clients, or to your spouse who's wondering, okay, what is this person doing all day? And exactly when is the money going to start coming in? Okay, all of those things, they become your new bosses. And trust me when I say that that is 100% true. I have experienced that in our business for the past 13 years. And this is the complicated dynamic that I'm going to dive into today. And I'm really excited to share my thoughts and my advice with you. But as we get started, there's two things that I want to say. First, everyone's situation is very different. And when it comes to jobs, finances, healthcare, and stability, there's a whole lot of factors that go into a decision like leaving a stable job to pursue your own business. So I don't take this topic lightly. And in true creative rising fashion, my goal with this episode is to give an honest, truthful perspective of what this decision really entails. Second, I want to address this term, quote, day job. And if you saw me recording this right now in the studio, I have air quotes around this word day job because I realize that this term is not perfect. Because when I say day job and side job, It makes your creative business sound like it's just a hobby, 
right? Like it's not actually a serious business when in fact your business could be crushing it (laughs) and you could be spending full-time hours and making more money in your business than in your quote day job nine to five. So it's not a great term. I don't love the term day job, but for the purposes of this episode, it really is the best way to just quickly refer to the full-time job where you're working for someone else and that you're thinking about quitting to go run in your business. So I just want to make sure that I put that out there for you. All right, let's jump into it. I'm going to walk you through the five steps that I believe you need to take before leaving your day job. And the first step that you need to take is you need to ask yourself, should you? As in, is leaving your day job really the best decision for the success of your photography? And I don't say this to question whether your photography business is legitimate or not. I say this because there is a very real possibility that your day job could actually be the best asset you have to make your business successful. This is Jessica Del Vecchio. I am a photographer and uh, also a lawyer. Jessica Del Vecchio and Chris Williams both ran their own separate wedding photography businesses for many years until they met and they combined their brands in 2012 as Zoica Images. While Chris has never had a separate full-time job while running his business, during the entire 16 years that Jessica has been a photographer, she also has been a full-time lawyer. I actually do a fair amount of math in terms of preparing accountings for trusts and estates. So that's what a lot of my day is, valuing assets and making charts of expenses. Nice. So you use both sides of your brain. <laughs> like between your two jobs, you're using yeah. both sides of your brain. Yes. That's so fun. Yeah. And I think that's probably one of the things that's most attractive to me about it is that I kind of get bored if I'm doing one or the other or I get burnt out kind of really without having the creative part or just only doing the creative, not having the other challenge to my brain. It's surprising just how common this is for photographers to have multiple jobs. Jeff and I have a photographer-only Facebook group, and if you are a professional photographer and you haven't been a part of the group yet, it's free to join and check out the show notes for a link to request to join. But in the group, we ask the question, who in here has another job besides just being a photographer? And it was amazing to see how many people had second jobs and side hustles and other day jobs besides their creative business. And what was really amazing was seeing how many of them love the arrangement for the same reason that Jessica loves hers. Having multiple jobs means that there's an outlet for all sides of her brain. And this is something that John Acuff talks about in his book, Quitter. He argues that your nine to five full-time job can actually be extremely beneficial when running a creative business because it stimulates multiple parts of your brain and can be the perfect outlet for all the different parts of your personality. Plus, he argues that the skills you learn and develop in your day job help you run a better creative business in the first place, which Jessica totally agrees with too. In a lot of ways, like I've learned from running both how to do both better. And so 
in that way, I think I maybe have an advantage over photographers who get very wrapped up in just like the art personal part of it. I think that I've noticed that I tend not to take like questions from clients as personally maybe as some photographers might or I certainly don't get upset if a client asks me about something in my contract or making a change to the contract. You know, it's not scary or weird or something. It's something I'm familiar with. It's something that I do every day. Another reason that having a job outside of photography can be a huge benefit is that the steady paycheck relieves the pressure off the business. And this one is a big one for me. When you have another source of income that you can rely on, you don't feel the same kind of pressure to book any job that comes your way. You can be much more picky about only working with clients that fit your brand and will pay your prices. In this way, having a day job actually gives you more freedom in your creative business. Yes, I absolutely think that it gave me the freedom to choose what kind of work to do and not feel like I had to take every job that came my way or I wouldn't be able to pay my rent. And that I felt did give me a lot more freedom. I could be a little bit more picky, which helped make me be more well-rounded. It was easier for me to raise my prices over the years without as much fear about losing the market that I had. I could say, I'm not going to take family portraits below this price point, even if everybody else, you know, is because I can just take less. Yeah, it's not as scary, I think, to take risks in your business. Yeah, it sounds like it kind of takes the pressure off a little bit, like releases the pressure valve of, I'm going to be okay if the phone doesn't ring for maybe a couple of months. And it takes a little while for new pricing to stick. And I think, like, Chris, because he has only ever done, you know, it full-time, that I can see, like, how he has that stress that I didn't have when I was running my business alone. Elizabeth Gilbert also talks about this in her book, Big Magic, where she reveals that even though she has written a blockbuster best-selling memoir in Eat, Pray, Love, she has always worked a separate steady job where she receives the bulk of her income. And this is so that her passion can always remain a passion. Her writing simply exists to be writing. There's no pressure for that writing to make money. So if you are working multiple jobs right now and you feel insecure about that or feel like you should be a full-time photographer in order for your business to feel legitimate, then don't worry. There are so many talented, amazing people in this world that you would never know that have multiple jobs and they love it and it works perfectly for them. So don't feel that pressure to leave your job if it's not really necessary. So before you take the leap and quit your day job, read Quitter by John Acuff. Check out Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert and get honest with yourself. Is keeping your day job actually the best thing for the success of your business? With all of that being said, I asked Jessica when she thought it would be a good idea for someone to leave their day job to pursue their dream job. I mean, I think you have to look at the reasons about why and not worry so much about how you might be perceived. If you feel like you're stressed because it's hard to balance both things, that's, I think, a good reason to try and make a decision. Or if you feel that you're being held back by, you know, if your job is not 
flexible enough or you're not able to put the time in that you need and you feel like your business is being held back instead of being benefited, then I think that would be a good reason to look at making a plan to leave your day job behind. For me, I really like my day job and didn't want to make a choice to have one or the other. And so I found ways that I could make sure that they worked together and that one wasn't holding me back from doing the other. Creative Rising is brought to you by Freedom Edits, the people we trust when we outsource our editing. With Freedom Edits being based in the UK, Jeff tends to have a lot of questions when he talks to Jake, the co-founder. One of the things that we love about working with you guys is that you guys literally are so committed to helping our business that you stay up all night. So I'll like finish the day, I'll send you guys images, and you guys are working all night to edit. Why is that? Why do you guys stay up all night editing? Wouldn't it make more sense for your employees to work during the day? (laughs) It's a good question. (laughs) That'll be the size of the planet and that we are eight hours ahead of you guys. We are on GMT. Okay, so it's a time change thing. It is. It's a time change thing, which is super convenient for people in the US. This is kind of an aside, but you guys will kind of give people trials. Everyone, if they go through the onboarding process, we do a free test every single time. Yeah, no charge. Like you'll literally, you'll literally get on the phone with them or on Skype with them. You'll watch them edit. You'll ask questions. You'll take notes. You'll have them send you sample images. You'll edit them. You'll get that wow moment of like, wow, this is amazing. And that's all free. Every single second, all free. That's amazing. No obligation. See, there's the freedom. That's it. I get it now. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Freedom Edits, helping photographers all over the world gain freedom from editing. As a Creative Rising listener, our friends at Freedom Edits are gifting you with your first job edited for free. So check out how you can get your first job for free at creativerising.com forward slash freedom. That's creativerising.com forward slash freedom. So that's step number one. Ask yourself, should you leave your day job? Step number two before leaving a day job to run your business full time is to grow your savings. And this is really, really, really important. Make sure that your financial health can sustain the risk of running your own business. Ten years ago, when Jeff and I decided that we wanted to leave our corporate jobs to do our photography full time, we set some very serious and very lofty financial goals. And we decided together that we wouldn't leave our jobs until those goals were met. And you should do the same. The first financial goal is to make sure that one, that you have set aside an emergency savings account, and two, that account should have enough funds to sustain you for 18 months. Now, most financial advice says that the average family should have anywhere from six months to a year in emergency savings. So enough money to cover your expenses in case of job loss or financial hardship for six months to a year. But when you run your own business, you have to get used to a very different reality. You are not the average family anymore. 
running a creative business is much riskier than working for someone else. So you need to become your own insurance and be much more conservative with your savings. So that's why I recommend 18 months of emergency savings instead, much longer. Plus, if you're a wedding photographer, weddings are a really slow turnaround. So if you have one really hard year, but then you do manage to bring your bookings up for the next year, it's going to take a long while before you see the bulk of that income hit your bank account. So you need savings that will help float you over a longer period of time until you're able to recover. That's the first financial goal. Okay, have an emergency savings account of at least 18 months. The second financial goal is to make sure that you have a plan for healthcare, okay? Healthcare is really expensive these days. Believe me, we should know. We've been buying our own healthcare for almost 10 years now, and we just had a baby. So it's fresh in our minds what this looks like. Healthcare is not something you want to leave up to chance. One accident or one health issue can bury a family in medical bills in the blink of an eye. So do what you can to protect yourself and your family. Maybe you're able to join a spouse's health plan. That would be perfect. If not, look into buying a plan on your own through the healthcare exchanges, which is what Jeff and I do. Our healthcare is through Obamacare, and it also is an HSA-compatible plan, which is a health savings account. Basically, we're able to set aside tax-free a certain amount of funds every year into a savings account, and that account is for healthcare purposes only. So when sweet baby James was born in 2018, we made a big withdrawal from that health savings account. So that's the second financial goal. Get a plan dialed in for your healthcare and make sure to set aside more money than you think you'll need for healthcare. Third, before leaving your day job, Pay down as much of your debt as possible, especially credit card debt. You do not want to go into more debt to get your photography business off the ground, but there will be some big expenses that will come along and you are going to need a solid amount of credit to run your business. And you do not want to pile even more debt on top of an already large amount of debt. Okay, that will put your family at so much risk and it will put a ton of pressure on your business to perform. So before you ever leave your day job, use any extra income that you get from working two jobs to build your emergency savings and to pay down your debt. Finally, while you're still at your day job, contribute as much as you can toward any company benefits like 401ks or stock options. You wanna build as much of that out as you can before leaving your job. So take advantage of those opportunities while they're still available to you. Okay, that was step number two, grow your savings. And step number three and step number four in leaving your day job actually go hand in hand. So step number three is raise your prices. And step number four is lock in your bookings. When you raise your prices for your photography at any time, there's always a transition period that will occur before you're able to consistently book at those new prices. And that transition period can be really scary because the phone tends to stop ringing and bookings tend to always slow down. So the absolute worst time to raise your prices is just after leaving a day job. So long before you make the leap to run your business full time, raise your prices to the amount that they need to be at in order to make the money that you'll want and need to be making once you leave your day job. Then give yourself plenty of time 
to network with the right vendors and dial in your branding and raise the level of your services to match that new pricing and book the jobs that you want to book. Which brings me to step number four, lock in your bookings. The amazing thing about weddings is that you're able to book out so far ahead in advance so you can have a really good picture of what your next year looks like. So once you've raised your prices, get enough bookings on the calendar at those prices to sustain your business for the whole next year. So one note of caution here, it could be really exciting to have an entire year ahead of you of weddings booked and you could look at that and say, oh my gosh, yes, I'm ready to leave my job. But make sure that you book those weddings at your new raised prices, the price that you want to charge long-term. Because if all of those weddings were discount weddings or if they were all at your old prices, then once those weddings are done, then you might really struggle with booking the next year because the new pricing may price yourself out of all of your current clients and your referrals will go way down. So lock in quality bookings while you still have your day job and get yourself priced at that new price point. On that same note, and this is a big one here, I want you to really listen to this point. While you have another income, start to get really picky about the clients and the jobs that you take. Remember Jessica saying that she had the luxury of getting really picky about the clients that she could photograph, and that really helped her brand and it helped her raise her prices even faster. Well, take her advice and do the same thing while you still have a day job, okay? You need to leave your job with having a really solid brand in your photography business, one that is showing the kind of work that you're all about and that will help you book the dreamy clients you want moving forward after you leave your full-time job. In fact, if you're in this place right now where you're wondering how to leave your day job, then there is no better time to take our Dreamies course and figure out who those perfect clients are for you than right now. The sooner you take the course, the sooner you'll build your amazing brand and get the word out there about the amazing things you're doing, and then you'll be able to quit your day job even sooner. So go check out our free training at dreamyclass.com. That training is one hour, it's totally free, and it will tell you all about our Discover Your Ideal Client course, okay? This course will absolutely help you raise your prices to make the money you need to make in order to go full-time with your photography. All right, step number one in leaving your day job is to get honest and ask yourself, should you leave your day job? Step number two is to grow your savings. Step number three is raise your prices. Step number four is lock in your bookings. And step number five is set up your systems. If your goal is to be a photographer full-time and that's it, then I 100% want to help you achieve that goal. But burnout is going to be an obstacle to getting you to that goal. The truth is, if you do all of the steps that I just talked about, it is probably going to take you much longer to leave your day job than you had hoped. And that means that you'll have to be working really hard at two or more jobs for longer than you thought you would be. So use that time to your advantage and set up systems in your business to help you manage it all while you have a lot going on. Learn how to run your business and make more money in less and less time. 
So use this period while you have a day job to get a customer management software like Tave, start outsourcing your editing to a company like Freedom Edits, sign up for a ShootProof account to help you make passive income on selling prints, and use all of these available systems to you to help you run your business efficiently. In fact, you should go listen to our episode, The Six Tools We Can't Live Without in Our Business. It explains all of the tools that help us save so much time. That episode is going to be perfect for you in helping you set up these systems. Plus, when you leave your job and you run your business full-time, you will want to take advantage of all of the amazing freedom that running your own business offers. And the last thing you want is to leave your day job only to be buried under the weight of your dream job. You'll just start resenting your business. I mean, believe me, I have been there. Remember, my goal is to help you build a business that serves your life instead of creating a business that runs your life. I want you to go camping with the kids. I want you to book that last minute flight to Costa Rica just because you feel like it. I want you to say yes to happy hour lunch in the middle of a Wednesday. When Jeff and I quit our day jobs, the first thing we did was we moved to Singapore for two months and we traveled all of Southeast Asia. And I mean, it was the trip of a lifetime. And there was no other time in our lives that we could have taken advantage of spending two months abroad. And it was our business that allowed us to do that. I want you to have that same thing available to you. And the reason we were able to do that is because we had our emergency savings fully funded. We had our year of weddings ahead of us already booked with dreamy clients at the prices that we wanted, and we had systems set up to serve those clients so it took minimal work so we could go and travel and not worry about our business crumbling under everything that had to be done. We took our time with leaving our corporate jobs, and we made sure that we put ourselves in a position to actually enjoy the freedom that our business offered. So set up your systems while you're at your day job so that you can enjoy your dream job when it's time to go full-time. Those are the five steps that I believe you need to take in order to leave your day job and run your photography business full-time. Step number one is to ask yourself, should you leave your day job? Step number two is to grow your savings. Step number three is raise your prices. Step number four, lock in your bookings. And step number five, set up your systems. One thing that I've learned in these past nine episodes is that creative rising listeners are seriously smart folks. So I trust that you're gonna take all this advice that I just shared and you're gonna factor it against your own circumstances. If there's anything you take away from this episode, it's this. Leaving a job to run a business full-time is a big deal, okay? Don't take it lightly. Also, read John Acuff's book, Quitter, and check out Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic. They'll give you some much-needed perspective on what it means to view your day job as a gift to your creative business. Thank you so much for hanging out with me here today while you're driving, jogging, editing, scrubbing the kitchen sink, or purging your closet. Those are all things I do while I listen to podcasts. Well, except for jogging. I'm going to be honest with you about that one. I am a terrible runner. I don't jog. But 
It has been an honor to share my heart with you in season one. Again, we are taking a short break to get ahead on production for season two because there is going to be quite a lot of narrative storytelling happening in season two, which is an incredible amount of work. If there is anyone you'd love to hear interviewed on the show or topics you would love for me to cover, then don't hesitate to send us a note at studio at It would be amazing to hear even more from our listeners about what vibes with you in your creative journey. I honestly just want to offer real stories that help to release the pressure valve of comparison. And I want to help you feel like you're not so alone in this whole business thing. So send any thoughts, ideas, or even just hugs our way to studio at theyoungerins.com. Again, please leave a review for us in Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe in your podcast player. I'll see you soon in season two.